Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Hey, good morning, everybody. It is Friday, and it's the end of the week, and you know what that means. It's Freedom Friday here on Political Coffee, and that means that you have the opportunity to call and talk about whatever you want to talk about politically today doesn't have to be anything that i'm thinking about it's your day so let's get at it often and early well not often just because we only limit you it's a short show one hour show we limit you to one call a day 503-589-1220 that's the power of buick gmc talk line 503-589-1220 shoot me an email to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. And I'll do my best to read it on the air before the end of the show. Homelessness, folks, can we fix it? Is there any way to fix it? Well, you might be surprised. There is a city in California that actually has fixed it. No kidding. We're going to talk about that just briefly. Going to talk about Portland. Um, local groups there unwilling to accept the gunshot detection technology, which actually works really well. And there's an interesting reason why they're unwilling to accept it. Talk about that briefly. Um, in a rare move, the U.S. Supreme Court conservatives split. They gave Supreme Court they gave a death row inmate as the Supreme Court a win, an opportunity. It was a 5-4 decision. Justice John Roberts, might consider to be a traitor to the Constitution, and Brett Kavanaugh sided with the court's three liberals in an Arizona case. It's about a cop killer, his murder conviction, they didn't set his conviction aside. They just said that because the Arizona court did not ha- did not follow a previous 1994 Supreme Court ruling, they had to take another stab at it. Okay. We'll see how that turns out. There's about 30 other people on death row around America that fit the same category. There's an interesting piece in The Federalist today about how critical race theory teaches kids to hate each other. And the proof is on the playground. It's a really interesting story. And the subheadline is critical race theory lessons are fostering anger and aggression instead of empathy among children. This is most obvious on the playground. Now, I want to stop there for a second because if you go to the Gateway Pundit right now, thegatewaypundit.com, in the top left-hand corner, there's a video of this very thing happening. 
It's called CRT in Action is the headline. CCTV captures white children being rounded up by black children at an Ohio school, then forced to kneel and pledge to Black Lives Matter before they assault the white kids. Just want you to think about that for a moment. That's the fruit of CRT. Now, yesterday, I'm going to tie this together with Kim Thatcher joining us in the war room yesterday. Those of you who missed it, missed it. Because one of the interesting bills that she has an opportunity to actually maybe get heard is a bill that she introduced that just says simply this. The parents have a right to view their school's curriculum. Huh? Wouldn't you think that's the case today? No, it isn't, folks. Isn't at all. Sadly, it's hard to believe, but it's absolutely true. So if CRT is being taught in school, and by the way, her bill didn't even address CRT. It doesn't address transgenderism or anything. It doesn't say anything about that. It just says that parents have a right to see the curriculum. You would think this is a right already, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you think that? Well, it isn't. It isn't. That bill, however, has been amended to address the uber-liberal Michael Dembrow, Oregon senator from Portland, who's head of the Senate Education Committee, and he is an uber-liberal. You know, when I served in the House of Representatives, this guy was a community activist. Then he gets appointed to the House, and then he gets appointed to the Senate. That's how it works in Portland, anyway. And he's an uber-liberal, if there ever was one. Anyway. He actually might let this bill get a hearing. She keeps sort of amending it to address his concerns. She might get a hearing. That's what she told us. Now, again, it doesn't say anything about CRT. It doesn't say anything about transgenderism or abortion or climate change or none of that stuff. It just says parents have a right to look at the curriculum of their school district. It's one of the ways that we... If we get engaged, we, all of us, we can make a difference by simply, in a nice way, asking that the chair hear the bill. And if you are a parent of a child and you have a story to tell about this, especially the Salem-Kaiser School District folks, you got a story to tell about this, say it in a nice way. Send it in an email to Senator Dembra. Or maybe all the senators send it one at a time. Do not send a mass email because they just get ignored. I'm telling you that right now. Anyway, uh, Gateway Pundit, by the way, has a lot of interesting stories, headlines today. Uh, I'm not going to get into them. I just urge you to read them all. It's really interesting. There's just a bunch of including the Seattle School District, is laying off employees. You know why? Plummeting student enrollment. That's what you get. Parents are waking up. It's a good thing. It absolutely is a good thing. All right. What on earth can we do to fix homelessness? Well, I got an email from 
James, Jim, about this, about the story out there that Oregon wants to pay $1,000 a month. Saw it on Channel 12 this morning, by the way. $1,000 a month to homeless people. No strings attached. You can spend anything you want, including drugs. Not that they would ever do that. Here's what Jim writes. Say this $1,000 a month per homeless person happens. What are the, the logistics for delivering the money? Does someone walk around handing out $100 bills? Does the state require bank accounts for direct deposit? It still requires a cost to implement the program, doesn't it? Perhaps this is a move to put those displaced, unfortunate people into some registry for the purpose of garnering their votes. Nah, that would never happen. Nah, no. I mean, you know, DMV and automatic mandatory voter registration, which, by the way, is another good bill that actually got a hearing to modify that, shall we say, to make it instead of automatic. We talked about this in the war room yesterday. Instead of making it automatic, making it optional. Imagine. Giving people back their right to choose. Now, Jim brings up a great point. Is this some registry that then they can get them registered to vote? And so, you know, the thousands of voter registrations that apparently go to certain homeless shelters in Oregon. The ballots go there. Nobody knows if the homeless person actually picks up the ballot and votes. Really? But they do vote. Is it the person actually voting? We don't know. Because that's not how vote by mail works, is it? Nah, nobody would ever steal anybody's votes, you know? Look at 2000 Mules documentary. Oh, and by the way, it hasn't been debunked that's another lie of the left anyway it's an interesting idea isn't it what's the cost to implement this program well that's all going to be decided as they hear this bill if in fact it moves anywhere because there will be a cost the agency however they're going to disseminate the money is going to have to have and they'll want money the agency will want money to implement the program how does the $1,000 a month get distributed? Does the state require a bank account for direct deposit or does somebody walk around handing out $100 bills? Now remember, it's only 1,000 people. It's a pilot program, right? Just 1,000 people is all it is. That's all it is. Yeah, it's good questions. We'll see about it all. 503-589-1220 is the Power of Buick GMC talk line. It is Freedom Friday. It's your opportunity to sound off on whatever you want to talk about. Now, by the way, the FBI tagged pro-life Americans as threats after the Supreme Court overturned Roe versus Way. It's a story in LifeNews.com. It's based on testimony uh, on February 10th at a U.S. House subcommittee hearing. That's the Select Committee on Weaponization of the Federal Government, an FBI agent. Garrett Boyle said this is happening. Just thought you would want to know about that. And then a horrible story that I read yesterday. I don't know if it's true, but an American, former American soldier fighting 
for Ukraine defected to Russia, blowing the whistle on Nazism, war crimes. And if this is really happening, it is horrendous. And your tax dollars are paying for it. It's awful what they're doing, if it's happening. So a California city has nearly eliminated homelessness. And you know how they've done it? This is California, folks. I'll tell you how they've done it. With a zero tolerance policy towards encampments. It is tough love. The Repu- This is the city of Coronado, which is across the island, you know, Coronado Island, where the the um, the Navy SEALs train. Its Republican mayor says the state tolerates destructive behavior instead of getting help to people in need. In fact, the state is spending $10 billion on homelessness. Not kidding. So you know what they say? Their approach? It's simply this. If you're homeless, you have a choice. You can either get help. You have one option and one option only. You can either get help. And they offer them the help. We pack you up and we move you out of the city. And you go. To, you become somebody else's problem if you don't want help. And you know the picture they have? Yeah, it's a Portland. It's one of several Portland pictures. Because that's not Portland's approach. You think that works? Would it work? When we come back, we'll get to Freddie. It's Freedom Friday. What do you want to talk about? 503-589-1220. Back in a moment. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back, friends. It is great to be with you. It's Freedom Friday, 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. If you want to weigh in on Freedom Friday, that means you can call and talk about whatever you want to talk about today. Boy, there is lots to talk about. And I've just thrown some of it out there. But you know what? It's your day. Just a moment. We are literally going to go to the phones. Got to remind you, of course, that one of our great sponsors is Power Honda. They're down in Albany. They're part of the Power Auto Group. And they are a uh, just they're a great dealership. They have some wonderful pre-owned certified vehicles of all types, or you can buy a brand new Honda from them. So check them out at mypowerhonda.com. Mypowerhonda.com. Going to start with first with Freddie, go to Rich, and then Art. Freddie, good morning. Hey, good morning, Jeff. Hey, uh, you know, the other day you and uh, Art were holding hands talking about how you didn't want Oregon to go into Idaho. You know, Oregon, the Oregon you guys think exists does not exist anymore, and it's not going to exist because of the way the system is working today because they have judges, they have uh, district attorneys, they have all that, and nobody's going to jail. 
And until somebody goes to jail, it's not going to change. So this discussion having Idaho come into Oregon may be an opportunity to bring everything to the surface and talk about just how corrupt this state is. And I, and I think uh, I support that because we got to have some sort of discussion because the way it's working, Jeff, it's not working. They got the judges. They got everybody. They got a system in place to never, ever lose their power. So we got to do something. If we got to bring Idaho over here, let's bring Idaho because they're bringing their government over here too, and we'll have that discussion. So, look, it's not going to change. It hasn't changed until we do something very drastic. That is a drastic move. It will probably never happen. But the dialogue is very important because what we're doing today is not working. It's just not working. My, I this is my, my you. I couldn't agree with you more. What we're doing today is not working. It is Einstein's definition of insanity. And I and I absolutely think you're right. We have to have the discussion. And the more counties that vote to leave Oregon and join Greater Idaho makes that discussion has, happen. Because people are going to ask why. Why do you guys want to leave Oregon? Well, all the reasons you just articulated. That has to happen. It is part of the narrative. Re and you've just also articulated the reality of it. It ain't going to happen. There's no way for it to happen. There's a better path that still gets to the heart of the problem. And that's the problem. It's the pathway we talked about Monday night at the political coffee clash. And that is a revisiting since Justice Gorsuch in the U.S. Supreme Court has said he wants to revisit, in essence, the Reynolds decision. That is the pathway. And we'll get into more of that. Thanks, Freddie. I appreciate Good point. You can't argue. We have to have the discussion. Let's move on to uh, Rich. Rich, good morning. Good morning. The uh, <clears throat> Coronado people did something really amazing when you think about it, and that is that when you read the article, they did something we're not doing up here, and it doesn't cost any more than it already does cost, and that's called enforce the flipping laws. Well, yes, so they're enforcing the law, but they're also doing it in yeah. a way that gives the person I understand an ultimatum. That. The thing is, if you go back about two or three years, you'll find a deal on YouTube about Seattle's Dead, and it's a TV article made by some liberals, and it turns out that they're actually middle of the road. And what it shows is by them enforcing the laws in a, a big state called Rhode Island, they got rid of all of that. They increased the uh, uh, jail sentences for anybody pushing drugs, and they did basically the same thing to the druggies and stuff. They said, you got one option. You're going to jail, or you're going to take the program, or you're leaving, well, actually three, you're leaving town. And it's called enforce the laws. And if they want 110 to work, the best way to make it work is to get rid of it and enforce the laws. And as far as uh, Ukraine goes... Those people that are rumored to be doing these atrocities were there from day one. Next thing is, how do you take sides with two sides that are both as vicious and mean, other than Ukraine is the, uh, what would you call it, the external internal bank of evil? Yeah, they are, because the CIA is absolutely in the middle of it, and they have been for a long, long time. And it's more than just bioweapons labs, folks. It's well, a lot it's more the, than that. Thanks, the, Rich. The I Democrat, appreciate it. Uh, slush fund area. 
it is the slush fund. It's absolutely the slush fund. We'll see if Republicans can uncover it, peel back that onion. Let's go to Art. Art, good morning. You're on. Good morning, Jeff. Boy, I'm glad I'm an optimist, not a pessimist, because I do see some positive things happening, Jeff. And we got to keep pushing the right buttons to hold people accountable, okay? You don't run away and hide in another state. You work hard at making things better. Kudos, kudos to the uh, um, city police who caught and arrested a kid with a gun at the school and nothing happened. Uh, things are improving. People are getting disgusted and reporting uh, bad things that are happening and things are getting done. I want to say it's an honor to be able to do the vending machines at the Safety Academy and meet all these uh, young men and women who want to become police officers, make it better in Oregon. Because I talk to a lot of them, Jeff. But you you don't run away and hide. You keep pushing the buttons until they are held accountable for their actions. And that's how you make improvements. You just don't say, hey, uh, you know, you, we're going to let you win, and uh, we're going to walk away and go somewhere else. I'm not going to do that. Thanks, this, Art. this state is my state and all the other people of Oregon State, and it's worth fighting. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It is 23 minutes for the top of the hour. Great to have you with us. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. It's Freedom Friday. That means you can call and talk about whatever you want to talk about politically. Doesn't have to be anything that's on my plate. What do you want to talk about? 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. By the way, Avis, thanks for sending me the, um, or excuse me, Dwight, thanks for sending me the zero tolerance policy that's working on homelessness in Coronado, California. Uh, By the way, Avis wanted me to remind you all, if you're thinking about running for local office, could be library board, could be water board, could be fire board, whatever. Not just the big, exciting, controversial ones like the Salem-Kaiser School District, but other school districts, because there are other school districts around the state that need more conservatives, believe me, elected to them. Anyway, if you're thinking about that, Western Liberty Network, which is a great group that my longtime friend and co-worker, Rich Burke, former staffer at the, the Oregon Senate for Republican Senator Gary George. And look at that. There's the Coronado mayor on Fox Business right there. Look at that. Talking about what works. Imagine that. Anyway. Uh, what works in terms of homelessness. Anyway, Western Liberty Network has a Zoom training 
tomorrow at 1 p.m. You do it online, and it's how you can run for the special district elections that are happening this spring, okay? These are local nonpartisan offices, and they're important folks, and they're on May 16th. You got to file. You may have to form a political action committee or not. Just depends on how much you intend to raise and that kind of thing. The deadline for filing is 5 o'clock on March 16th. Okay? So, if, you, if you're thinking about, all right, it's time for me to get engaged. Time for me to stand and fight the way Art says. It's time for me to stand up and have the discussion like Freddie says. And by the way, both of them are not wrong. They're both right. You need the discussion. We also need to stand and fight. If you want to stand and fight and you say, it's time that I got engaged and I got involved, well, this is your opportunity. So Western Liberty Network tomorrow. Go to westernlibertynetwork.org. It's all one word, westernlibertynetwork.org. And you can click in. There's There's a red button there says sign in with Zoom. And uh, he gives the meeting ID. And, and if you're interested, I'll shoot you this this email. Thanks, Avis, for sending that to me. I do appreciate it. It is Freedom Friday. What do you want to talk about? 503-589-1220. 503-589-1220. Emails again to jeff at 1220.am or jeffkslm.news. Uh, so last night, by the way, uh, first of all, let, let me just cover yesterday in the war room. Thanks to State Senator Kim Thatcher for coming and joining us yesterday. About about uh, They got out of Senate Judiciary Committee a little bit late. Here's a piece of news for you. She does not know why, but she suspects that the reason they keep pulling the bill, it's been pulled from work session in the Senate Judiciary Committee, this is Senate Bill 579. This is one that gives prisoners the right to vote while they're in prison. 12,000 incarcerated Oregon prisoners. Ostensibly, it isn't that many because there's a bunch of illegal aliens in there that are incarcerated and they don't get the right to vote. Unless, of course, the state gives it to them. You know, they would have to change our Constitution, but... For the Democrats, that's no big deal. We don't really care about the Constitution. It doesn't really matter to us. You know, it's an archaic thing of all you uh, racist white people. Anyway, by the way, everything, every piece of legislation, it is almost astonishing for you to read almost every bill that has any significance that's being discussed right now, to read or watch, to read the testimony or watch the testimony online. Almost always, it's either related to climate change or it's racist. No kidding. You think I'm kidding? You would be amazed if you spent a little bit of time watching. You can do it. You go to the state's website, Oregon Legislature OLIS. You can watch hearings online. You'd be stunned. If you haven't woken up, you're not woke. 
and you're losing your country. You better wake up. Anyway, Kim Thatcher just talking about this bill, which is a really bad bill, giving prisoners the right to vote while they're in prison. Well, for some mysterious reason, it keeps getting pulled off of the schedule to pass it. Out of committee. You got to remember, in Oregon, bills cannot be amended on the floor. They have to be amended in committee. That's how we do it in Oregon. Other states do it differently. Congress does it differently, but we do it different here. Got to be done in a committee. They keep pulling it. Why? Well, as Senator Thatcher told us yesterday, she suspects that they have a constitutional problem. You know what that constitutional problem is? They don't have enough votes. Now, I want to go back to there's something else that just happened. There's a little problem out there, folks, with the tolling bill. It's an Oregon Catalyst story. Democrat lawmakers. Let me say that again, just in case some of you are driving and you're swerving off the road. Democrat lawmakers have authored a bipartisan bill to stop tolling. No tolling on I-5 or 205. Oregon Senator Dan Meek, Representative Janelle Bynum. These are not conservatives, folks. Along with Republican Senator Dan Bonham, Republican Representative James Hebe, and Liberal State Representative Courtney Neron are the chief sponsors of Senate Bill 993, which would ban tolling along I-5 and Interstate 205. It would allow tolling for the new Columbia River Bridge, which is only another $7 billion boondoggle. But why is this happening? Well, Democrats can read polls too, folks. Now, last night, up at the Oregon Executive Club is another meeting that I co-host. It's a once a month meeting in the Portland Airport Shiloh Inn. Been a, it's a meeting that's the longest running conservative meeting, uh, center right meeting uh, in the whole state since the 80s. And we had Congresswoman Lori Chavez de Reamer, who's my congressperson. She is, for some of you around the Salem area up in Oregon City, she's down here in the Albany, Halsey area where my farm is, and clear over to Bend. She uh, joined us last night to speak and talk about a lot of things, what it's like, what, what it was like to go through those 15 votes to elect McCarthy. And she was kind to those people that we believe in, stood firm, the Chip Roys and the Lauren Bobears and Matt Gateses who held out to get certain concessions from Kevin McCarthy. She voted for Kevin McCarthy and is a supporter of his. And I very am pleasantly surprised about Kevin McCarthy. He's kept his word, and I admire that, because I tell you what, in politics, you rarely get that. I don't care what people say. It, isn't, it used to be that we said in the building, in the legislature, that your word was your currency in the building. It isn't how it is anymore, sadly. But Kevin McCarthy has kept his word. I admire that. I appreciate it. She told us last night, she shared with us all these stories about things that were kind of amazing to her, but one of the things she said profoundly 
was that she is adamantly opposed to tolling currently built roads that are already paid for not to add any lanes but to literally go into the black hole of ODOT's budget she was in Salem yesterday she also recounted a story of the director of ODOT in her office in Washington DC this last week and he admitted to her that the Democrats already have bills waiting in this legislative session to find even more money because even with tolls it ain't enough you think I'm kidding I'm not this is why I'm telling you folks this is why Democrats are now bailing from tolling they can too because it's enormously unpopular kudos Lori Cuff as Dreamer for being an adamant opposition in tolling and by the way she sits on the House Transportation Committee hmm back in a moment at 648 no that's not poverty Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 10 minutes till the top of the hour. Great to have you with us. It is Freedom Friday. That means you can call and talk about whatever you want to talk about politically today. It doesn't have to be anything that your benevolent dictator talk show host, me... And it doesn't have to be anything I want to talk about. It doesn't have to be this story about Democrats um, reading the polls and knowing how incredibly unpopular tolling is in the Portland metro area. And they're seeing it threatening their power. So what do they do? They put their finger in the wind. They say, all of a sudden, I don't like tolling. (laughs) Pathetic. Uh, Maybe you want to talk about the FBI tagging pro-life Americans as threats after the Supreme Court overturned Roe, according to a whistleblowing FBI agent who gave testimony in the U.S. House of Representatives. Maybe you want to comment on this tough love story of what actually works with homelessness, the story out of Coronado, California. It's a Fox News story, and thanks to Dwight for sending it to me, about how they fixed, they don't have a single homeless person in Coronado. You know why? Because they give them a choice. Either get help, you get out. Most of these people need help of all types. Now, you have to have, yes, you have to have services available for them. There's no question about that. Uh, Lots of other stories uh, that are out there, uh, including this story about neighborhood people in Portland not wanting the gunshot detection technology. And they don't want it for a good reason. Because you know what it is? There's no engagement. Their input's being ignored by the cops. Now, why would that be? There's no enforcement. 
So you have gunshot technology. Why would it be? Well, maybe it's because you demoralize the cops. Maybe it's because you let the Portland City Council, the people you voted in, defund the Portland police by 12 million bucks and get rid of the gang enforcement team. And the result of that was a demoralized police force doesn't step up when they need to. And a whole lot of minority folks have been murdered unnecessarily because of Black Lives Matter gained a foothold in Antifa and they let those people, those thugs rule downtown Portland and downtown Portland still looks like a war zone. Tijuana looks better than downtown Portland. Yeah, these these local community activists, they're right. Why have gun sound detection, gunshot detection technology? Ain't going to make a difference because you're not going to do anything about it. Well, then maybe you guys need to step forward and say, why don't we fully refund Portland Police Bureau and why don't we stand up the gang enforcement? Well, they sort of have, they say. No, they haven't. Anyway, I've pontificated too long. Let's go to the phones. Go to Tim. Tim, good morning. Good morning, Jeff. I have a bill, uh, Senate Bill 421, and I think it's a great example of how you let get the nose under the door, it opens a whole thing up. In this particular case, I'll just read us one little section of it, and it talks about youth membership in the Youth Advisory Council. Now think in terms of who's a youth. They have to identify as lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, two-spirit, intersex, asexual, non-binary, or any minority gender identity or sexual orientation. I'd like to know how somebody manages to that. I I would have no idea. What on earth is two-spirit? I mean, is that somebody who's demon-possessed? I mean, come on. This is crazy. But you ask an important point. How would you manage to that? Well, we watched testimony yesterday about a bunch of things. And some very smart lobbyists asked questions that they got no answers from, from the legislators, from the people pushing the bill. And in fact, one chair of committee said, well, it's not really our bill, it's somebody else's bill. What? Then why are you holding a hearing on it? It's stupidity. And you just brought up a good point. How would you manage to that definition? How would anybody manage to it? A state agency, a business. Tim, what's the solution? You tell me. You're bright. Well, I was was just thinking about how how does the youth know how they identify or who they identify with unless they're taught, unless they're directed. But as far as managing it, you're going to run into difficulty that anytime you take action as a manager, they can change their identity. They might be this one minute, but then when you don't promote them, there's something else and you discriminated against them. You're right. You're, you're, you're then, so right. You're so right. And then, 
can I ask questions about how they identify when I'm interviewing? Or is that going to be against the law? It will be against the law soon. It absolutely will be, if it isn't already. You wait, Tim. Great point. Thanks for the excellent point, Tim. I appreciate it. Tim is a regular attendee at the War Room, the Oregon Citizen Lobby War Room. We were there at the Ike Box yesterday. Senator Kim Thatcher came over. We'll look for other representatives to come and visit us every Thursday. Just kind of depends. We're there from 8 a.m. till 3 Oregon Citizens Lobby War Room. We teach you how to be effective. And some of our attendees, like Tim, are engaged constantly. This is how you stand up for your liberty. This is how you push back. Friends, I also want to thank Freedom Heating and Air for being one of our great sponsors. If in all of this cold weather, especially these cold nights, and I guess we got snow coming again, maybe tonight, maybe tomorrow, If you're not warm, you need to call them. 503-580-1456. They'll get out to your home right away. And they'll get a fix so you're comfortable. 580-1456. Freedomheatingandair.net. Freedomheatingandair.net. I got to tell you, it was great having Kim Thatcher in the war room yesterday. Because she actually gave us some hope that there are bills that even in a radically left Democrat-controlled legislature can actually move forward. The, the tolling bill is an example of that. All of a sudden, Democrats are introducing bills to be against tolling. Now, it's not to say that it's going to go anywhere, but they can read the polling. The only reason that they understand that this is a political danger to their power is because people got engaged. They got fired up, and it's the same thing with critical race theory. The story today about these kids who are hating critical race theory teaches these kids to hate each other on the playground. It's happening. Parents get it. They understand. That's why Kim Thatcher's bill to say, hey, parents can actually look at curriculum. It might get a hearing, but only if we stand up, folks. Thank you to Rebecca Donaldson being one of our great sponsors. If you're looking for a Real estate agent that can benefit you if you're thinking about buying or selling a home, give her a call. Rebecca Donaldson, 269-0747. 503-269-0747. Monday night, we're holding another political coffee clutch. We might even have Gary Bray talk about how you can clean up your body after getting the shot. Monday night. Have a wonderful weekend. See you Monday. Night.